Hey everyone, it's me, Michael Anthony Judicici. Welcome to All Things Billy. I'm just back today from the land of Brushy Bill Roberts, Van Zant County. Everybody down there says, hey, hi, howdy, <laughs> whatever they say down there. Uh, it, today will be a short uh, but somber episode uh, to mark the passing of one of the great historians of the Old West and certainly of Billy the Kid, Robert Utley. Uh, word came down that uh, Mr. Utley passed away, I believe it was uh, yesterday, last evening. And uh, he um, had been, I, I don't know his personal health situation. I know he'd had uh, trouble hearing, trouble seeing. Um, he he had asked me uh, to communicate with him via email because he couldn't hear anymore over the phone. But um, Bob was uh, uh, just a, a wonderful historian. Uh, for a number of reasons, but uh, mostly because his style was so accessible, the way that he wrote. And so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his accomplishments and, uh, you know, thank him, obviously, for his service to the uh, uh, the uh, memory and history of Billy the Kid in the Lincoln County War. And so we'll do that right after this. <laughs> All right, we're back. So Robert Marshall Utley, born October 31, Halloween, 1929. 1929, make him 91 years old. No, 92, gosh, I can't even do the math as I'm trying to do it on the fly here. I think 92 years old. That's a good long life for uh, for uh, Robert Utley. Um Mr. Utley, uh, author and historian, uh, really known for his historical research, and uh, he'd written 16 books on the history of the American West, uh, quite a few about uh, the United States Army and their uh, interaction with the Indians, but a number of titles, which we'll go over here. Formerly, he was chief historian of the National Park Service, and... Um, he also appeared on TV, uh, but before that, the Western History Association, which many of you know, some of you probably belong to, uh, has a Robert M. Utley Book Award uh, annually for the best book published on the military history of the frontier in Western North America. So every year somebody gets, and that's a pretty coveted award, the Robert M. Utley Book Award. I've certainly never won one, nor will I ever. Uh, my silly books are... Uh, or fiction. Um, but uh, uh, Bob Utley, also on TV, uh, on his IMDb page, he uh, is shown as a consultant on TV miniseries uh, from 1996 called The West um, in, in nine episodes. Um, also in 1993, How the West Was Lost, he was also a consultant. Um, he was thanked uh, in the Back to Billy TV series pilot by me, that's on his IMDb page for use of his book. And then he appeared as himself a number of times on camera, investigating history in 2004 about Billy the Kid, um, the series biography about George Armstrong Custer, America's Golden Cavalier, 1997. He uh, portrayed himself as in the West, the series, which he also was a consultant on, uh, in the, uh, episode ghost dance in 1996, the way West, which was a TV documentary in 1995, the real West, you get the, you get the idea Bob was way into the West, the real West, 
um, in uh, 12 episodes, 1992 to 1993, and how the West was lost in 1993. So 93 marked his first time on camera. That would be, uh, what, 19 years ago. So uh, uh, Bob didn't get on, ca- uh, is that 2003? Yeah, no, 30, I'm 1929 years ago. So Bob would have been in his 60s the first time he uh, he got on camera. Um, but uh, obviously he was one of those sought out guys that people wanted to get because, well, for a couple of reasons. The first thing is he knew his stuff. So you weren't going to get somebody that would get up there and, and spew a bunch of misinformation. But secondly, um, he he just had a, when if you've ever seen him, I've seen him on TV. He has such an easy way. He's almost a like a paternalistic, grandfatherly kind like it's easy to absorb the stuff that uh, Bob Utley would talk about because he, you you enjoyed hearing him speak, and so uh, it was uh, it was wonderful to uh, be able to see him on there. Um, Sixteen books, and like that's a real career, <laughs> uh, starting in 1963 with the last days of the Sioux Nation. And uh, his latest or last book was uh, Geronimo in 2012, Yale University Press. Um, And then a number in there. The two that listeners of this podcast would be uh, interested in uh, would be 1987's High Noon in Lincoln, Violence on the Western Frontier, University of New Mexico Press. I have read that. I know I've read it. Uh, I don't have it. I don't have any of these Billy the Kid books anymore, other than his book in uh, 1989, Billy the Kid, A Short and Violent Life, which we did a book review of uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, And that's the one I can look over on my shelf here. And that's the one, well, I mean, I have Steve Cedarwall's book, but but that's the the one of the original uh, books that I read that's uh, still here in my, my, uh, my very tiny and shrinking library. And that was uh, that proved to be one of the books that a number of people uh, were introduced to, or were introduced with, uh, to Billy the Kid by, and uh, I was no different. So I think I told you that uh, you know I saw Young Guns in the theater uh, against my will uh, because the girl I was dating uh, was uh, in love with Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland, and then when Young Guns Two came out. Um, the um i was in florida i know i was in florida i think we're at disney world and it may have been i can't tell you this for sure because my memory is a little fuzzy that's what early 90s um it may have been that i went to the bookstore in florida like the next day after watching young guns 2 and looked for a billy the kid book and if i did and i, I I'm I'm about 80% that it was that rather than went back to New Jersey where I lived at the time and then went to the Barnes and Noble. I'm about 80% that I actually went to a bookstore in Florida, probably a Barnes and Noble at that time and looked for a Billy the Kid book. And I can, I can see in my mind's eye, me walking in there and walking over the history section and kind of scanning through. And, you know, I mean, there's a hundred millions of books uh, in print or, you know, that have been in print and even in a mega store, which I don't even know that they have anymore, but even one of those, you know, big Barnes and Noble, you know, mall bookstores, they can't fit all those titles. 
So it wasn't like you had 20 or 30 Billy the Kid choices as far as um, books to buy. And there was no internet at that time. Again, there was, but it wasn't, it wasn't a thing. It was, there was no Amazon. So you kind of were at the mercy of whatever the bookstore had. And then once you got a book, you might look in the footnotes and go, oh, it references this book. Maybe I should look that one up or, you know, write to this thing or go ask the bookstore to order me that. And I remember doing that a couple of times, by the way. Um, but the very first book that I got was Billy the Kid, A Short and Violent Life by Robert Utley. And uh, I, I just remember, as I talked about in the review, it was so easy to read and you know easily digestible but the even though it seemed like a really well-written story then you uh move on and you look at all the research and go wow this guy really did you know put the time in in a in a day and age uh this was 1989 where you know research was a lot more challenging than it is right now now everybody's a historian and a researcher um, but, uh, that was, uh, my first book and I remember reading it and then reading it again and then reading it again. And it became, you know, kind of a reference thing. It was one of those books you could just pick up and just open it to anywhere and start reading. If you were a fan of Billy the Kid, I assume. Um, but, uh, you didn't have to start from the beginning. There weren't like these dozens and tons of arcane facts that would weigh you down or slow the, uh, slow the story down. And uh, so I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. And it set me off on my, uh, I don't know, career <laughs> of, uh, you know, studying uh, Billy the Kid. So that would have been probably 1991, 1990, 91, somewhere in that range um, when that happened. And I moved to New Mexico from New Jersey in 1996. Uh, so in those intervening years, there were, you know, uh, much like my uh, <laughs> my uh, anti-hero Martin Teebs and my Back to Billy series, um, there were a number of books. Uh, I, In fact, I have a videotape, uh, a VHS. I'm looking for it. I'm going to take the microphone with me. Gosh, did I even get rid of it? Oh, no, there it is. It's, uh, hang on, let me get it. Don't Don't go anywhere because I want to tell you what it is. All right, there we go. So it's a VHS, so I could never play it again. And it's called Trouble in Lincoln County. And I know I I saw this. I had to see it on TV. Like, I can't even imagine how I would have found this, but I know I absolutely ordered it. A one-man show starring Boyd Barrett. I don't know who Boyd is. Introduction by Richard Farnsworth. And it is, uh, here's the, uh, the back sleeve of this thing. Boyd Barrett has performed his one-man shows, one shows since 1980. His unique blend of storytelling, drama, and music has captured the imaginations of adults and children alike. Trouble in Lincoln County, which tells the intriguing story of the Lincoln County War and the last days of Billy the Kid, has been seen on stage by hundreds of audiences throughout the Southwest. This video gives a special creative treatment to an already well-received and highly acclaimed one-man show. 
And at that point, anyway, Boyd Barrett was in Roswell, New Mexico. And so, uh, you know, through my kind of fascination with getting Bob's book and then starting to pick through there and figure out what other books I should read, I came across this somehow. I wish I could tell you how. Um, it's not like there would have been a TV commercial for this, probably some Old West magazine or something like that. And uh, I ordered this VHS. And the, the thing for me was not the story, but it was that it was shot in Lincoln. At least that's what I remember about it. Uh, I, I think it was. I can't watch it now because I don't have a VHS player. Um, whoops. And so, uh, and and I was just dying to see Lincoln. Like I, I, I couldn't get to New Mexico. It was a, a lifetime, a world away from me. And um, so I got the video and I saw it. And then you see these, you know, the sunshine and these buildings. And as I remember, at least, or at least as I believed, it was filmed right in Lincoln. And I was just wowed, like drop dead wow. Uh, as it turned out, uh, not long after that, 1992, <laughs> late 1992, um, or early 1993, some point in there. No, it'd have to be summer. So I'm going to, I'm going to guess, uh, 1992. Uh, I did go to New Mexico, just like Martin Teebs. I won two tickets. I was working for a company called color tile and they had a safety campaign. They had about 500 stores across the country and they said, Hey, write it. We need a new slogan for our safety campaign. Everybody submit one and whoever wins will get two plane tickets to wherever you want to go. And so uh, I saw it one morning when I was opening the store and I thought, uh, I don't know anything about this. And I quickly jotted out sales plus like an equation, safety equals success. And in the S at the beginning of success, I put the, I made it into a dollar, <laughs> a dollar uh, sign. And, uh, you know, cause that sales plus safety means you would make money. And, uh, and I put it in the inter-office envelope and I forgot about it. And it was a week or two later and I got a call and it was from the head of the risk management department. If this is sounding familiar, I used this exact anecdote in uh, Back to Billy. And uh, the woman said, uh, hey, Michael, you submitted this thing. You win. Yes, you're absolutely right. Sales plus safety does equal success. We're using your slogan. We're going to send you your, your two tickets in the uh in the interoffice mail and in those days they actually sent you these paper tickets like a three parts perforated and then you have to call the airline and uh, you know figure out <laughs> to book the the trip you were going on um yeah it's amazing how things have changed but all of that started with this book by bob utley and if i hadn't found a book you know, there was that moment I saw the young guns too. Like, you know, the, the, uh, the emotion was running high. Like I'm really into this. And I started to ask myself, Hey, who's this brushy Bill Roberts deal, right? That came later when you start to read the other books, but I just wanted to know how much of the movie was real. You know, how much of the, those facts, uh, were genuine. And so I, uh, it, but if I hadn't found the book in Florida, and, and I'm now I'm 95% sure that's where I got it now that I'm thinking about it. I didn't wait till I went home. If we had gone on the rest of our vacation, had flown back to New Jersey, had gone back to work at, you know, at Color Tile, and I probably would not have pursued it. 
I think it was a, a singular moment in time where I was so fascinated that I had to find out more. And just by happenstance that I walked into a bookstore that had Bob Utley's book, I found out more, a lot more. And because of that, I was able to, you know, continue on. And again, in 1996, I don't want to bring anybody down, but um, I, we were still living in New Jersey. I was, you know, working at a sales job and my first son passed away. He was only five days old, Anthony. Um, anyway, uh, in, on Easter Sunday, no less. I was really just crushed and devastated. I never really liked it back east. I hated the weather. It was too expensive. It was too crowded. It was too everything. And I finally just decided, hey, it's time to, it's time to go. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to leave here. And so I told my wife, who's you know now my ex-wife, um, and I, I just said I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can get a transfer at work. And I did on July fourth. 1996, I got in my little uh, Toyota pickup truck and started heading for New Mexico. I anticipated four days, but at the end of day three, which was uh, July 6th, I reached Tucumcari and I remember going to the payphone there and using my, remember you had a calling card, you know, like 16 digits you'd have to punch in before you could even dial the number so that the, the call could be charged to your account. And I, <clears throat> pardon me, I called my wife and said, hey, you know what? I think I'm like two or three hours away. It's only four in the afternoon. I'm just going to keep going. Um, and that was it. And I arrived in Albuquerque. What did I bring with me? I brought uh, all my clothes because I had to go to work uh, on Monday morning. I brought my mountain bike in the back of the truck. I brought my acoustic guitar. I brought a box with uh, uh, one pot, one <laughs> cup, one bowl, one plate, one knife, one fork, you know, like one of everything. Um, and I brought Bob Utley's book. That was the one I took with me when I arrived here in New Mexico. And I just thought, <laughs> it, it's kind of naive on my part, but I just thought, well, gosh, I'm in New Mexico. Everybody must be thinking about Billy the Kid all the time, like every single day. And uh, I quickly found out that that was not the case at all. <laughs> Some people obviously were into it, but most people, you know, had a very, very passing or casual interest in it. But that was the start of my life in New Mexico. And so it's, uh, what, 26 years later. In fact, uh, July 6th uh, will be 26 years that I've been here, although I now split time between here and Texas. Uh, and that's, uh, that's all due to Mr. Utley. So thanks, Bob. Uh, so his books um, uh, from latest, these, there might be a couple missing here, but from latest to most recent, Last Days of the Sioux Nation, Frontiersmen in Blue, the United States Army and the Indian, Frontier Regulars, the United States Army and the Indian, Clash of Cultures, Fort Bowie, Bowie and the Chiricahua, Chir, Chiricahua Apaches. Sorry about that. Blue Coats and Redskins, the United States Army and the Indian. I mean, you get the idea here. There was a lot. Oh, and, and there, there are dates that these books focus on. The Indian frontier of the American West. And then in 87, he moves into High Noon in Lincoln, Violence on the Western Frontier. Then moves on to the contribution of the frontier to the American military tradition, Cavalier and Buckskin, George Armstrong Custer. And then in 89, 
There it is. Billy the Kid, A Short and Violent Life, University of, New Ma- uh, of Nebraska Press. I wonder why he didn't go back to the University of New Mexico Press, or if he did. Um, ben moves on to Sitting Bull, The Life and Times of an American Patriot. Life, A Life Wild and Perilous, Mountain Men and the Paths to the Pacific. Indian Wars with Wilcom E. Washburn. Uh, Lone Star Justice, the first century of the Texas Rangers. That was published in 2002. Lone Star Lawman, the second century of the Texas Rangers, published in 2007. And then Geronimo in 2012. 16, and these are real books. Like my books are like pamphlets <laughs> compared to this stuff. And, you know, mine are um, um, fiction right? I mean, they're based in historical fact. And some of the facts I just changed because I wanted to, and some I had to look up. So, I mean, there was some research along the way to refresh a memory or the spelling of a name or an incident or something. But but this guy was like a real writer. I mean, real, real, real talented writer and researcher and historian and author. And, and I'm looking at my books and going, okay, it's <laughs> like you're making up silly stories. Um, Let's go on over to Bob Utley's website. There he is, handsome guy. Always had a great head of hair too. Like uh, he had better hair at 90 than I had at 19. Um, let's see. And if you go to Bob, it's, uh, the website is robertutley.net. Um, it has, oh, there's a, look, another, a new book that's not yet even updated, and that is The Last Sovereign, Sitting Bull and the Resistance of the Free Lakotas. Um, so what I would do if you want to uh, get the, uh, you know, the Bob Utley experience is I would go to his website, and uh, if you hit, there's an Amazon button, and wow, here are all his books, like all on one page for you. Oh my gosh, how many of them are there here? And he co-authored a number of books. There's eight pages of books here. But uh, let's see. I don't think Bob wrote this one. East Texas Troubles, Cleanup of San Augustine. No, but uh, in any event, there's at least 10 or 15 of his books right there on Amazon. So go ahead and order some. Um, It looks like many of them are available or all of them are available on Kindle. So if you want to have it right away. You can, uh, yeah, here's another one after Lewis and Clark. So the list I gave you is incomplete, um, but uh, there's lots more here on Amazon. And so if you want to go to his website, again, it is robertutley.net. And uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, give give uh, give Bob's memory a uh, a ring. Oh, here's his list of books. Gosh, it's even longer. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. Looks like 25 or 26 books that he wrote or co-wrote. Wrote or co-wrote. Goodness gracious. I'll never catch him. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm at 13 or something like that, but I don't have the staying power of Bob Utley. So, um, uh, yeah, really uh, great loss. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of the um, the older historians that have, you know, lived out their time. And uh, you uh, you hope from a historical perspective that people listened, 
that people took notes that they got to write everything down, but you just wonder in Bob Utley's notes, what's there? Is there stuff there that never made it? He had an idea for another book or he had some inside angle or on some information and we just never heard about it. I don't know if we're ever gonna know that. Um, Bob uh, was married since 19, hang on a second. I wanna get you to the right page. Whoops, come on, go back. Uh, Bob's wife, uh, Melody Webb, and I think she also worked for the National Park Service, if I remember that right. I think that was in the uh, uh, in the uh, uh, bio that um, was in his book. I'd have to pull that, but let me just check real quick for you. Yeah, Melody Webb uh, married uh, since 1980, so uh, 42 years. That's a really good run. Um, again, Bob born in 29. Um, he was born in Bauxite, Arkansas. Uh, parents moved him to Northwest Indiana. He attended high school. He went to Purdue University, received a Bachelor of Science in History, no surprise there, then attended Indiana University for grad Indiana University Graduate School, Master of Arts in History. Again, no surprise in 52. Bob did serve in the U.S. Army. Um, that would have been uh, in the mid-50s and uh, then joined the National Park Service. So there you go. In 1997, he was awarded the Samuel Elliott Morrison Prize for Lifetime Achievement given by the Society for Military History. Lifetime Achievement. And that's in 97. I mean, that's 25 years ago, and he already had a lifetime achievement. And look at all the work he's done since then. So there you go, Mr. Utley. We salute you. Thank you so much for uh, bringing us uh, into the world of many of us, into the world of Billy the Kid and keeping us here. And thanks for accompanying me, accompanying me on my three-day journey cross-country to move to New Mexico. Your book made uh, many a trip to Lincoln with me as a reference guide and uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll miss you, but uh, we'll always fondly remember you and thank you for your achievements. We'll be right back after this. All right, and we're back on all things Billy. Thank you so much for being here. <clears throat> hey, I want to uh, thank uh, all of you for uh, subscribing to the YouTube channel. Well, I want to thank most of you. <laughs> Some of you that endlessly write comments, you know, 5, 10, 15 comments in a row. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, thanks, I guess. Uh, but uh, 770 subscribers, so the channel's coming along. I appreciate that. The endeavor, of course, is to continue to uh, to uh, provide new and fresh uh, content. I've got a couple of uh, episodes lined up for post-release of the movie. Um, you know, I, I talked a few weeks back and said, you know, I'm done with Billy the Kid films. I think this can be my, my last one. And I, I just started taking a look at the footage um, that we did for um, the uh, tentatively titled Digging Billy, the Billy the Kid tapes. You know, you know, we interviewed a number of people and I thought, you know, we took a lot of time to do this. We did it. Uh, Carrie Brooks really did a beautiful job, the cinematography, and and it looks nice and it sounds nice. It really should be told. Um, there were some interesting bits in that 
in those exchanges and questions that really tell kind of a different story than we've heard. And, and it really just, um, uh, it kind of exposes the, the kind of the ugliness of this, uh, just, just whole world, you know, as, as enjoyable as it is to many people, it's just ugly. People are, are, are brutal to each other and to me, but you know what? I signed up for it. I'm here in uh, the, my small uh, corner of the public eye, but to each other, you really, really could try to be nicer. So I think I am going to go back to the editing bay and I'm going to work on that film and I'm going to get it out by the end of this year. And uh, I do believe, you know, a documentarian, I don't really have enough film experience to know whether a documentarian has to go out and find, you know, in other words, have this, this story that they want to tell and then find it. Or what I really believe is that you go out and you talk to people who are in that world and then the story kind of comes to you based on what you learn. Um, there's uh, at least one story that came to me that was not what I was looking for, but really is um, uh, interesting uh, and uh, and kind of heartbreaking in a way. And so we're gonna we're gonna get that film out by the end of this year. Um, and uh, where you'll be able to see it? Well, I don't know. Probably the same place you still <laughs> you still can't see the final trial of Billy the Kid. Um, because it's not yet released here. Maybe it has been in the, uh, in the 30 minutes that uh, we've been uh, talking today. You just never know. <laughs> but uh, here, let me check for you. Just in case Amazon pushed the button and said, okay, here you go, Michael. It's finally out there. But I, I doubt it. I don't know uh, like how that even works. Is there a time of day? Is there a specific day of the week? Nope, still not there. Um, two to 12 weeks. We're... Uh, I think we're at eight weeks now, if I remember right. Yeah, I think today marks eight weeks, seven or eight weeks. Uh, but uh, we we should be close. I was joking around that the initial release date for the final trial of Billy the Kid, since it investigates what happened on July 14, 1881, is um, uh, the initial release date was July 14, 2022. And then we got through post-production so much more quickly than I imagined that... Um, we moved up the release date to as soon as it could be released. And, and now it's looking like, I mean, it's really only what five weeks away. It literally could be 14 July, 2022 that, that the film comes out despite the best efforts of having it ready in March. I can't believe it. And I never would have guessed that, but I assume that, uh, you know, with the number of films that Amazon, uh, licenses and releases that uh, there's a big line of people waiting in front of me. Nobody else, all the other filmmakers I've talked to that have had their films picked up by Amazon at the same time as mine, none of them have had their films released either. So we're kind of uh, stuck in this holding pattern, but that one will be out and the digging Billy, Billy, the kid tapes, uh, you know, whatever that, that documentary winds up being called, uh, that one will uh, will ultimately uh, be out as well, so uh, you can you can uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that or not. I guess I don't know. Anyway, uh, we'll uh, we'll be back when there's something to be back for. Otherwise, I uh, I appreciate you. Hope you all uh, have a wonderful day, evening, whatever time of uh, whatever time of the day and year it is, and we'll see you next time.
No, we won't see you. We'll hear you or you'll hear me next time on All Things Billy, where we talk about all things Billy the Kid. <laughs>